Hello, my friends, and welcome to Friday, January 22nd, and another Cup of Joe podcast. Again, wherever you are, I just wish you God's goodness. Um, I hope you know that uh, you are being held in prayer and gratitude on my part, and I hope you are able to just experience God's joy, uh, God's presence uh, where you are. Uh, We are going to continue our sequential uh, walk through Mark. And uh, follow up immediately on yesterday's gospel. Yesterday, if you recall, Jesus uh, just kind of took a little bit of time away, but the crowds followed him, wouldn't give him that time, and uh, did a lot of healing. And, um, and the, the evil spirits were naming who he is, and he silenced them. Didn't, the crowd wasn't ready to know who he was yet. And uh, so we're going to follow right up on, on, on the back of that. Mark chapter 3, verses 13 to 19, the calling of the apostles. Let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed 12, whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So names with which we are very familiar and and praise and thank God, even though, truth be told, many of those names we know very little about. We know more in legend than we do in reality. Uh, I mean, certainly we know about Peter, of course, uh, and we know uh, about James to a degree and uh, John, uh, maybe even Andrew and, and Matthew a little bit after, you know, and, 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 but what about the others? What did Jude Thaddeus do after? You know, he certainly helps us find things when they're lost. Uh, a patron of hopeless cases. Simon the Canaanian, what, you know, what, what about him? Or, or James, son of Alphaeus. What, you know what, here's the truth of the matter. We don't need to know what they did after this calling. We know that whatever it was, Jesus saw something in them. I love that first line right away. Jesus went up the mountain. So again, remember, he's being inundated with people who are coming to him for healing. So he needs space. Whenever somebody goes up a mountain, that is time of prayer. It's time of, of being with God. Um, think of Moses again going up the mountain. So Jesus went up the mountain. So he's, he's taking time before this time of calling uh, the, the, the 12, um, he's taking time to commune with God and saying, okay, which ones are you inviting me to bring with me? And I love that whole point. And, and Jesus went up. Okay. So he had that time. And then he summoned those whom he wanted. Uh, 
and they came to him. Isn't that so good? Jesus goes up, takes time to pray. He and God commune, uh, come up with a, a joint mission statement, and those who, with whom, or those whom would would help the most with that mission statement. Then he summons them, and they come. And he appointed twelve. Why? That they might be with him. Now, no, okay, of course, that they might be with him physically, of course, and walk with him wherever he goes, see what he does, be a part of that experience, but that they might be with him, just like you and I, brothers and sisters, because this is always about you and I uh, and God's action now, that we might be with him, not just uh, in in. Uh, reality when we when we take time to pray, which I hope we do, and and um, uh, when we go to mass, and and I hope we do that, and all those things too, but that we might be with him uh, day in day out in our in our attitudes and our emotions and our desires, um, in who we are at at our base level. Jesus, my friends, summons us. Uh, those whom he wanted, but the summons, whether we, re, 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 we reply, whether we react, whether we say yes to that summons is up to us because he summoned those whom he wanted and they came to him. They responded. Uh, and that's that dance, isn't it? Jesus invites. It always starts with God. We call him the Alpha and the Omega. Uh, he is at the beginning and at the end, toward whom we go, but his beginning is that summons. And we get to say yes. Does he want us? Yes. Yes, he does. Why? That we might be with him in all that we desire, in all that we are, in all the gifts that we have, in all that we wish in our hopes and dreams of the future. Um, that we might be with him, and he gives us what we need, that he might send them forth to preach and have authority to drive out demons. Brothers and sisters, this is all true today. He summons us because he wants us to be with him and preach and bring him to the ends of your world and my world. We simply have to respond. So there may be some of you saying, Joe, but you don't know me. If only you knew. Okay, that's fair. But here's what I know. Let's look at the twelve whom he summoned. He appointed the twelve. Simon, whom he named Peter. Uh, Peter, of course, Petros, Kephas, Cephas, the rock. Which, my friends, we know he was anything but rock-like, right? Um, why Why would God call him to bring people to holiness, to use as a tool um, to advance his holiness in the world. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, whom he named both of them Boanerges. Now, forgive me if I'm saying that wrong, but what that means is sons of thunder. Now, we can look at that and say, sons of boy, the strength. Well, maybe, (laughs) but I don't think so. I think what he means is probably, you know how thunder is kind of loud, and, but it doesn't contain a whole lot. I think that's what it was. I think they were probably, um, you know, hot-headed. They were probably passionate. Uh, they were probably went off and, and did so loudly, uh, perhaps with little behind it, uh, until he brought them with him and taught them differently. Well... 
that seems like an odd coupling to use to bring and establish your kingdom on earth and call people to holiness, doesn't it? Um, Matthew, who is a tax collector and conspires with the Romans to cheat uh, the Jewish people and continue to have them occupied, despised on both sides. Seems like an odd person to invite to establish his holiness on earth. Simon the Cananean, who's a zealot, meaning they wanted to kick out the, the Romans at any price, brothers and sisters, at any cost, including violence. That seems like an odd person to invite. Thomas, who doubted um, Jesus's ability. That seems like an odd person. Nathaniel, who sits under uh, uh, Nathaniel, whom we call Bartholomew here today, uh, who sits under uh, trees and uh, when he's called is a cynic and says, yeah, yeah, when's the last time something good came from Nazareth? Seems like an odd person to call. And the most odd, Judas Iscariot, the one who would betray him. These are people whom he wanted and he summoned that they might be with him, that he might give them their gifts to go out and preach and, and, and authority to drive out demons and establish his kingdom. This seems like an odd grouping to do that. My friends, and I praise God for this, Jesus had the ability, with the gift of the Spirit, I'm certain, to be able to see people not as they were, but as they could be in reality. May we be so blessed to see people not necessarily as they are. You know that whole idea where Jesus summons us and you say, oh, if you only knew me. But God knows us. He knows who we are in reality at our base level, which is in him, his children. He doesn't see those outer, you know, um, things with which we cover ourselves. That loud talk and, uh, and, and thunder and the impetuous uh, actions of Peter, but he saw the heart of Peter. He saw what Matthew could be and, and Simon the Zealot and all of them. And he sees you and I. May we be so blessed with that same vision to see people not as they are, to get beyond that, to move deeper to see who they are in reality and what they can be. And may we invite them in the same way. May we summon them um, so they can be who God needs them to be to establish the kingdom. God can use anybody. The history of Scripture is the history of God using the people we do not expect. So may we have that same trust that he did something good for us to ponder today. One more thing before we pray. Today is um, the uh, day of prayer for the legal protection of the unborn. Uh, January 22nd, of course, 1973 was the day Roe v. Wade was uh, brought into law in the United States. And since then, millions upon millions uh, of unborn children um, have been killed uh, in, in the act of aborting them. So today, let's keep in mind 
uh, those millions uh, of children. Let's the ones that weren't given the possibility to be who God made them to be, that God may keep them close. But let's let's uh, beyond the the prayers for them. Let's pray for the women um, who today are having that same decision, who are in fear uh, for the future, who are in fear. Uh, of, of what people may say to them, parents may say to them, or loved ones may say to them if they found out they were pregnant. Let's pray for them, that God's peace may be upon them, and they may see the hope and the gift that they carry within them. Let's pray for those others on the outside of those women uh, who may walk in fear. Uh, let's pray for uh, the parents uh, that they may have an open heart to what a gift this this grandchild may be, that they may not scorn uh, their daughters or, or uh, whomever uh, that, uh, that bring them this news today. Let's pray for uh, the, the fathers involved in this, that they may have a heart that welcomes this, that, that says yes to it, or that, that walks with these women so they don't feel alone as well. Um, let's pray for all those women uh, these last 50 years who have had abortions, that they may, um, I, I, I suspect many of them carry baggage and, and carry that with them, uh, that shame and that guilt, that God may meet them today and God's embrace may invite and allow them to set that baggage aside and that they may know that they are daughters of the King and that they are beloved and, uh, and that healing process may begin in them. Brothers and sisters, we in our country and in our world have a long way to go. May we embrace the life that God gives us uh, in these unborn children and, and in any other fashion. May we be open to this new, uh, this, this thing that is, is, is happening uh, as I mentioned the other day with Isaiah, behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Even now it springs forth. God is a God of life, and God can take the worst situations that we think we are in and make them holy and redeem them and make them the best. If not, brothers and sisters, our trust in Good Friday is wrong. He took the worst situation in the history of humanity and made it the best. He can do that wherever we find ourselves today. Let's pray for these women, for these children, for these men, for all that surround them, that they may be held in peace and in hope, that we can walk with God and be bearers of life. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth joyful mystery, the finding of Jesus in the temple. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, have the best of weekends. Uh, just stay close to God. Know that he stays close to you. And I look forward to us being back together again on Monday. God's peace.